0: Hello everybody! Hey! We're finally here! We're doing it! If you're just joining us for the first time, hi I'm Em. I'm Tima and welcome to Bed Buds. Where we go over and react to the wildest stories from our friends and the internet. Mm -hmm. Also what I said at the beginning about if you're joining us for the first time was kind of a misdirect because... This is our first episode! <laughs> yeah! yeah! We're bro, so bro,
1: excited!
0: Bro. <laughs> we don't have a sound effect budget yet.
1: Um, <laughs> no yeah. budget, really. We're,
0: we're really excited to be here with y'all. Yes. Uh, let's, Super excited. Let's dive into our first story. hmm Yeah. All right. <laughs> so this is coming from r slash X, um, but it's cross-posted from r slash Chest, And it is... My boyfriend faked a proposal, so I broke up with him. Oh, okay. Me, 24-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend, Andrew, 26 male, for five years now. We've had a healthy and stable relationship up until today. Andrew has always been a prankster and made jokes with me all the time, and I do it to him too. But today, he took it way too far. In the morning, he woke me up at 7 a.m. and told me to wake up because he wanted to take me to the spa. I was pretty surprised because it wasn't a special day or anything, but I was all in for it. At the spa, he told me how he wanted to go to a fancy restaurant after we were done at the spa, and that he was paying. Of course, I agreed, as we hadn't been out together in a long time. When we got to the restaurant, we had a beautiful romantic dinner and just a nice time in general. We were talking about a house we were planning to move into, and chit-chatted about other stuff too. After around 40 minutes, Andrew stood up and got on his knees and took a box out of his pocket. My heart stopped beating. I hadn't even predicted this. We have never talked about proposal before, but I also thought it was a great time now. He did a speech about how I was the most beautiful girl in the world and how he wanted to live with me forever and ended with, Will you marry me, my princess? Of course, I said yes. Seconds later, all that excitement turned into horror. He opened the small box I expected he put the ring in, and in it was a note saying, you've been pranked. And Andrew started laughing hysterically. He continued with, baby, this was just a prank. I'm not at all ready to marry you yet. He was leaning in to hug me, but I gave him the biggest slap ever, with tears streaming down my face. I just told him, we're over, you fucking scumbag. I'm now sitting in my bed crying and writing this, and I don't know what to do. He's been texting and calling me, but I haven't responded because I feel sad, betrayed, and mostly angry. I thought this was going to be one of the best days of my life. What should I do?
1: Oh, Oh, that's (laughs) so messy. Right? But like, I completely understand where she's coming from. I think something shouldn't be a joke, you know?
0: I just think that's not a prank. Like, I just think you don't know what a prank is, my guy.
1: Like, if you're intentionally hurting your partner with one of these pranks, it's not a prank.
0: Well, also, how long have they been together for? They've been together for five years.
1: Yeah, that's... mm.
0: Like, if my partner of five years proposes to me, I'm not in any world in any way, shape, or form going to think that's a joke.
1: Yeah. Five years is too long. Like, if it was, like, three months, that would have been... Hilarious, I think. Yeah. But five years? No.
0: And he took it so far too. Like, it's not like he just like knelt down. Like, he had the box with the ring in it. He planned the whole day. Mm-hmm. He literally said the words, like Will you marry me, my princess? Like, Woke her up is, at
1: 7 a.m. That is so that.
0: much. That's it's actually too much. bonkers. Yeah. No, I'd that's be crazy. so upset. The comments are saying anyone described as a prankster is almost always an asshole. Yeah. How do you feel about pranking in general?
1: You know, I think some pranks are really funny, but when it gets to like concepts like death and like this one, for example, I don't think that's funny at all.
0: Some of the pranksters that I see on like TikTok and YouTube just stress me out, like especially the prank houses where it's like people with like their roommates or their partner and they're always pranking each other. I'm like, how do you sleep at night? And how do you trust that person? No, you, you literally can't. It's,
1: like, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Be so
0: stressed. Like, you're like, oh, I have a gift for you. No.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't gonna, i don't want it. <laughs> no, leave. <laughs> Give it to someone else.
0: That's so scary. No, yeah. Yeah, I thought like that. F- people in the comments are like going back and forth on what's an acceptable prank. Mm-hmm. Um, someone mm-hmm. says, the biggest prank I ever pulled on my boyfriend was putting googly eyes on everything in the fridge before he woke up iconic
1: okay that's adorable <laughs> that's so, I would that. that's an actual prank <laughs> that's like that's, an actual prank that's hilarious and like, no one's getting hurt you right know? and like okay another thing I can't stand those cheating pranks those make me so sad
0: <sighs> that's literally for a lot of people like their biggest fear in yeah. a relationship is getting cheated on yeah like, and like making a joke okay? out of
1: that, that's not funny.
0: No, that's really messed no. up. Ugh, I hate pranks. But no, this is too far. And he's like, I bet you, I mean, it doesn't say, but I bet you he's like afterwards calling her up and being like, oh, it was just a prank, babe. Like, yeah. I,
1: yeah. It just completely goes over his head.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that she found out now. I'm sorry that she wasted five years with him. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad she can leave now. That's yeah. so hard, though. That is rough. I don't know what I would do. I literally don't know what I would do. After 5
1: years, that's a lot, but he seems kind of like he's obviously not emotionally no. in tune with her at all if he's willing to do something like that to her. Yeah. So
0: and this is also like not the first engagement prank I've read about or heard <gasps> of. Like it's like weirdly common. That's not like uh, why are you doing this? This why? is not funny. Why? Oh my god. I like recently got engaged um and I would if this happened to me because like you know like you know we also went to a spa that day like we went on like a really nice hike and we went to a restaurant and like yeah. you you feel it coming mm. and you get excited or yeah. scared I guess if you're not into it but like <laughs> you definitely know it's happening yeah and then to like open the box and there's just a note in it
1: Ugh. that's just like so disappointing I can't I can't Scumbag imagine
0: behavior
1: breakup worthy for sure
0: yeah. for sure Alright.
1: Alright, so moving on, um, this one is titled I Hate My Girlfriend and it's coming from R slash off my chest. So I, twenty-three male, have been dating my girlfriend, twenty-one female, for about two years now. The first year of our relationship was fantastic. She was amazing, funny, smart, outgoing, and just a generally happy person. One of the biggest reasons I fell in love with her was because of the fun we had together. We got along great. Over the time of our relationship, Girlfriend has been slowly but gradually avoiding her friends. I don't mean she'll ignore their messages or avoid them in a public setting, but she's stopping making an effort with them. I have also broken her trust a few times. She's caught me texting other girls. In retrospect, this would make anyone upset. I think it's because of these things. She's been on a downward spiral for the past year and a bit. At the start, I could bear it. I would reassure her and calm her down and tell her everything is going to be okay. Lately, this makes me feel like an asshole, I don't care anymore. She tells me she cries every night, we don't live together, and she's upset for the majority of the time I spend with her. I feel as though her crying and ranting to me has just become so saturated because she does it so often. I notice these toxic behaviors in myself, which I hate that I do, but I can't stand her anymore. I find myself avoiding her throughout the day and not wanting to see her because I know it will either end in us arguing or she'll be in a foul mood the whole time. I've told her to seek professional help because I don't know how to help her anymore and it's putting a strain on our relationship which made her even more upset. She's turned into a whiny immature brat that gets upset over the smallest things and I can't stand it. I love my girlfriend so much but I hate her.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you don't love her
1: no nah, controversial nah. opinion like yeah yeah that's an, that's an I want to hear your thoughts on this before
0: I go off I just don't know why you haven't broken up with her right like you're not even if you were married like you're not obligated to be with this person exactly like people fall out of love and it's really 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 sad mm-hmm. but like when you're getting to the point where you're out of love mm-hmm. and it's causing you to well it's not your own behavior is causing you to, but, like, if you're out of love and it makes you emotionally cheat or actually cheat yeah, or just, like, generally be a shitty partner and hate yeah. your relationship, like, why,
1: exactly. why are you still with that person? Exactly. Like, you literally said it yourself. You hate your girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Like, just
1: let her go, you know? You
0: can't say I love her, but I hate her. Yeah, <laughs> no. that, doesn't,
1: that doesn't make any sense, especially when you're literally listing out all of these terrible things about her. Right. And that she's, like, annoying you and she's bratty. Like, you don't love her. Right.
0: Which, like, also, I am sure that her various qualities that you don't like, Mm -hmm. you probably loved once. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm sure somebody else could love and appreciate her Mm -hmm. in a different way than you can right now. Mm -hmm. So, like, she's probably not terrible. Like, I think you're just falling out of love with her. and like. Mm -hmm. you're forcing yourself to be in something that neither of you should be in
1: on another note he essentially cheated on her right right Right. and so okay (laughs) this is what i can't stand when someone cheats on their partner and isn't willing to accept the consequences that come with that telling your partner to just move on from it and get over it is not gonna work when you are the one that harmed them in the first place totally Like, it's going to take them time. There are going to be times where they're not going to be happy with you. And that's something that you just have to accept if you really love them, Right. you know? And, like, all of these reactions from her are literally reactions to what you did to her. Yeah. So you can't blame her for them.
0: Yeah, that's so true. No, I think, like, so many people fall to that. With cheating and just in general, Mm -hmm. like... Oh, now I'm mad at you because it's taking you too long to get over this thing I did. Like, I was okay with you being mad at me for a while, but like now you're too mad.
1: Yeah. Like, who are you to put a time frame on their healing? when You're the one who caused them to have to heal in the first place. That's bad. That's crazy. But also, I want to talk about this one (laughs) Twitter thread that I'm sure a lot of you have heard about. I don't know if you have.
0: Okay. But this is the thread. I'm not on Twitter slash okay.
1: X. Okay, it's also it's also been trending on TikTok. Okay, you know I'm a TikTok hoe. Um, <laughs> anyways, it says that phase where you slowly start hating your girlfriend is crazy, and this one got thirty thousand over thirty thousand reposts. Okay, and then there's like more to this in the comments where they're like, when you keep messing up on purpose so that she can break up with you, and she keeps forgiving you. You'll be having a bad day, and when she hugs you, it becomes even worse.
0: Are you handcuffed to this person and, like, locked in a cave with them? Just leave.
1: Yeah. Just go. Get out. Like <laughs> You're
0: go. not... This is not good for either of you. But
1: it's also just... Like, it makes me so afraid of, like, falling for someone. Right. To have them... Just casually be like, oh, I hate her, but I'm going to stay with her anyways. No, that's so
0: scary. I don't want to be
1: lonely or whatever.
0: That's so scary. Like so scary. It's scary, I think, in general, the concept that someone can just, like, fall out of love with you. Like, it scares the heck out of me that, like, you can literally marry someone and they can just be like, actually don't love you anymore. But, like, it does happen. Mm. And if it happens, like... I hope that you would tell me and not like drag this on because that's just like embarrassing like I'm hugging you because you had a bad day and the whole time you're like "Ugh, this bitch like
1: that's what I'm saying and it's also so selfish like we all deserve to be fully loved by someone you know and it's not fair your partner didn't sign up
0: for that yeah (sighs) so that's giving misogyny yeah let me tell you mm-hmm I hate that. I <laughs>
1: know. So bad. Um. Yeah, like, one more thing I wanted to mention about this is that he really liked his girlfriend when she was fun and outgoing and didn't have any issues with him. But when he was unfaithful to her, that's when these issues started. And she started, you know, not being as fun and outgoing anymore. And it's like, well, if you cheated on her... And you disrespected her like that. Right. Why would you expect her to be, like, give you the same energy she did before? Yeah. You know? Like, he's blaming all of this on her. And it's it's just so distasteful to me.
0: Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. yeah. The nervous first episode energy. Yeah,
1: we're a little nervous. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, I promise. I promise. I'm actually really funny. But, um, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> We're no. frightened. We're <laughs> frightened and I keep itching my leg because I dry shaved today and it was just such a bad idea. Yeah,
0: that's that's rough. I, I get done chicken that pox. once. One time. One and time? then I put Oh no. I thought that this would counteract it, so uh-huh. I put on lotion immediately after. It wasn't like good. Dude, I did that today. Like shea butter lotion. It was like okay. wild cherry blossom lotion. Oh and my God, it immediately. I did that.
1: I, that's not a thing you're supposed to do no. I thought like immediately I put on lotion and I put like the <sighs> bed and bath so,
0: hence oh the itch no. <gasps> we should make hence the itch merch
1: oh my god should we make that should we change our title <laughs>
0: hence the itch vibe. <laughs> love it um where we get yes, in bed back to men hating their girlfriends um no that's so true I think like He liked her when she was fun and exciting. And even if it hadn't been him doing something to make that change, like, what if she was just going through something or was depressed? Like, again, you don't have to be with someone if you don't want to be with them, Mm -hmm. like, period. Mm -hmm. But also, like, people have multiple sides to them. Like, someone can be fun and outgoing and then go through something and not be. And, like, they're Mm -hmm. still the person that you loved.
1: Exactly.
0: But especially if you're the one who caused them to no longer be fun and outgoing, like maybe address
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe spend more time thinking about how you can make her feel more reassured than thinking, oh, she needs to get over this already. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, itchy.
1: <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> wow. So rude. Next story.
0: Okay. Okay. This is coming from R slash Turtle, and it's called "I Hate My Turtle." Seeking advice, Aww. it's a really cute red-eared slider. I think I'm like, oh yeah, it says red-eared slider. I'm starting to get really into reptiles. Yeah, um, I've told you this. You have told me this. They, I haven't told them. Oh no! So I'm, yeah.
1: go for it. Love that turtles wasn't meant in to be house. judgmental. I promise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So it says. I don't know what to do. It's a red-eared slider, so I can't sell him. I have this turtle now and I hate him. I have severe mental illnesses and I have been taking good care of him. He still has everything he needs and could want, but he still seems to hate it. I have to put him in a glass tank because I live in Arizona, so I can't put him outside for the summer and I can't afford anything better for him yet. He's still small enough that a 55 gallon is fine for him. I hate the idea of giving him away because I know how often they get mistreated, but I can't live with him anymore either. All he does is go up and down on the glass and every time I make any movement, he flips the fuck out and hits the glass hard. I always obsess over his shell and his health because if I fuck up and kill him, it's all on me and I couldn't handle that. I don't have any money right now and I'm just stressed and tired. If anyone is in redacted area and wants him, I'll give you everything for free. I don't have a car, so I can't drive. Um. So before we get sad, (laughs) I'm going to read the comments. Just jump right into those. Um, So there's a lot of support here in this turtle community. Uh, Someone says, I read the whole thing, buddy, and you seem like you take really good care of your turtle. You care about him a lot and want him to have a good, happy life from what I read here. I hope that you get a suggestion that helps soon. Hang in there. Uh, someone else comments, yeah, OP doesn't hate the turtle. They love it so much that they need someone else to take care of it. One more person says, turtle seems happy to me. My turtles follow me in the water and go up against the glass. It's okay. That's what they do. Hell, they'd ram into a brick wall if they thought it meant food. Maybe let him roam around your home if you're worried about offering more explorative options for him. Mm-hmm. And then the OP responds and says, that comment made me smile. Mine always looks at me like he has a bit of a smile, which is really cute. I just worry a lot. Um, One more person says, I felt the same way about my pet when I was in a bad place mentally and in life. I hated the responsibility, but was too scared he'll get mistreated. You really are taking good care of your turtle, so you might regret letting him be with someone else. Still, you do you. But if you expect empathy and love from him, that's just not what turtles do. They are their own animals, though I'm sure your turtle appreciates you in his own way.
1: Hmm. I think that this could be related to many animals, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard this similar story with, like, dogs, too. Like, and dogs are animals that give a lot of love and affection, you know? But, um... Yeah, like, sometimes they're just too much, and you don't realize how tough it's going to be to take care of them until they're actually in your care, you know? So I understand her frustrations. Um, it's not what she expected. Yeah.
0: And, like, mental health stuff is really hard. Yeah. Like, it's really hard when you're depressed, and, like, you can't even take care of yourself. Mm. And if you have someone else who you know you need to take care of, like, a turtle, a dog, a child, mm-hmm. like, I can only imagine how much all of that compounds and, like, makes you feel bad. And it's, mm-hmm. like, a a cycle. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to include this one. I think we're going to get, like, a little heavier and a little wilder with some different stories. Um, but I just thought this was really sweet in the end. Yeah. The community kind of rallied around them. Yeah. Um, And OP has one last comment. They say, I don't know what to say, guys. All of you are so kind. It helps a lot talking to you and hear what you guys do with your babies. Thank you all so much for your kind words. I'm going to really think about how to handle this because I do love him in a way. I'm also an anxious (laughs) bitch sometimes. I really, really appreciate the love given here. It's given me a new perspective. Thank you again.
1: That's so sweet. So she does love her turtle. Yeah. Like she she's just overwhelmed right now. Yeah. And that's understandable. I like okay, so my first dog, um Milo, which you know very well. Um he was the complete opposite of the type of dog that I actually wanted. Mm. Like I wanted a dog that was going to cuddle with me and love on me, sleep with me, and just like be in tune with me emotionally. Yeah. But I got a dog that hated being touched that like just didn't care if you were around that would walk away while you're crying i literally there was one time when i was younger i cried in front of him specifically because i wanted him to comfort me He's and like this, you're acting yeah <laughs> okay I, I wasn't acting i was actually sad but i was like let me go and walk to my dog and cry in front of him this is a perfect opportunity for him to comfort me yeah. and this bitch <laughs> wags his tail walks away and i'm just left there crying alone it it happens it happens yeah. you know sometimes animals aren't what we want them to be
0: yeah
1: but they still have a special place in our hearts yeah. and they're
0: their own beings yeah. like a lot of dogs and we're talking about dogs but animals are very in tune with people's emotions but like that's not necessarily what they were created for like they have their own stuff going on in their minds yeah um so I know Milo mm-hmm. loved you well even if probably he was a I little know. demonic. <laughs> he was a little strange, but um but yeah. Who wouldn't love me? That's true. Thank you. Uh-uh. <coughs> oh. Uh for those listening, I just pointed at myself. Yeah. So she's rude. There's that. Anyway, so uh should we go to the next story?
1: Yeah, we sorry, okay, yeah. <laughs> um oops, 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 oops. Um All right, so this is another animal one. Okay. All right. Uh, I just want to give a little content warning. This deals with the loss of an animal. Okay. All right, so the title of this is Dog Died in Sitter's Care. She didn't tell us until we arrived to pick our dog up. What do we do? And this is coming from r slash Rover Pet Sitting. We had a 12-year-old shih tzu and left for an anniversary vacation for five days and returned this afternoon. We went to pick up our baby about two thirds hours ago, and after knocking and calling for five,
0: I think two or three hours ago. <laughs> Is it two oh, slash three?
1: Shoot. Why did I say that? Why, <laughs> Why did I, I say that? that okay. Two thirds an hour ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I'm gonna continue. <laughs> um. Okay. So. After knocking and calling for five minutes, she finally opened the door. She looked shaken up and kept saying, I am so sorry. We thought she was apologizing for taking so long to answer the door. She started apologizing and tearing up and said that Gerald has passed and that she was so sorry. I'm still in shock. It doesn't feel real. I don't know what to do. We asked her what the hell happened. She said that Gerald got into the trash and his head got stuck in a bag or a chip bag. It was hard to understand her. She said he suffocated we were confused and honestly my girlfriend was enraged she asked where the sitter had been the whole time and she said that she was out on the porch for a while relaxing i had to pull my girlfriend outside to keep a physical confrontation from happening there are a few um there are a few things about the situation that left us puzzled when we first began speaking with her she messaged my girlfriend something like Aw, he's beautiful i love shih tzus shit zoos okay he will be in perfect care we kind of laughed it off and thought it was funny and maybe she was trying to be funny for a split second i did question whether or not she knew enough about dogs and had enough experience because why would you call that the dog a shit zoo (laughs) she was fine otherwise and had about 12 other good reviews although two people did say that she was a little late to respond to calls or texts when checking in on dogs or picking up she also said she would have tried CPR, but thought that Gerald was dead for too long by then. Can someone tell me if this is a thing? Do people perform CPR on dogs? How would that even work? We figured she was lying and saying anything at that point. She said that she came inside and saw Gerald on the ground with trash everywhere and the bag on his head, still not sure if it was a grocery bag or a chip bag. We asked her how he even got into the trash, and she said she doesn't know. I think she left a trash bag in the floor and won't admit it she didn't hear gerald struggling crying i question if she was even home she said it happened yesterday and she didn't call us because she didn't want to ruin our vacation how do we move forward can we sue for funeral costs
0: gosh how long did they say they were gone for on vacation five days five days Mm -hmm. and did they say when gerald died like day two
1: no so
0: um So they were
1: confused on that, too. Like, they didn't know.
0: Like, I'm wondering, like, if Gerald died on day one and she just, like, hung out. Yeah,
1: I have no idea. Like, they didn't say. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, just to, like, play the devil's advocate for a second, because I do think that the sitter is in the wrong. Wait, hold on. I'm going to
1: stop you there for a second. She said it happened yesterday, and she didn't call us because she didn't want to ruin our vacation. That's the part Okay, Mm. so. She told them, she didn't tell them at all until they got there, but it was a day before they were returning from their vacation.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a weird situation. Like, I don't want to assume foul play because I feel like if you were going to kill a dog for some reason, like maybe there are smarter ways of doing it. Did they, did they have the body? I don't know. Because if they didn't find the body, maybe she, like, stole the dog.
1: I have no idea. And also, like, she didn't know if it was a grocery bag or a chip bag.
0: Yeah, those are very different.
1: Yeah, and it's like, I would think if you saw a dog suffocated and had a whole day to process that, you would know the details well. Right. She's so negligent.
0: I feel so bad for them. I can't imagine, like, coming home from vacation yeah. and your dog is dead. And, and you like, hired someone to take care of them, like, you exactly. did nothing wrong. Exactly.
1: And it's such a traumatic way yeah. to, like, I know. It's so sad. Baby. Well, this sitter
0: sounds terrible. Yeah. I do think what I was going to say earlier about the devil's advocate, like, I do think they were probably being picky if they said that she doesn't know enough about dogs because of the way that she spelled Shitsu, tzu like shih tzu mm-hmm. like i'm like people have different ways of spell. like not everyone spells things perfectly yeah that's true um and it could have
1: been autocorrect
0: yeah she like just, just it a tad judgmental but also they're going through a lot yeah um i, I wonder if they can like file a complaint with whatever or they said they were thinking about even suing right
1: yeah 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 and i think they can sue yeah. if it comes down to that but
0: I hope they don't blame themselves. Like, if we had never gone on this vacation, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Like, if we had vetted her more thoroughly.
1: Yeah. Because that's probably where my head would go.
0: Totally. Honestly.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, I don't know how I would have not fought her in that moment. Like, that's... Absolutely.
1: I would have lost (laughs) my shit. gosh.
0: I can't even, like, think about my dog (laughs) like that. All righty. Let me pull up the next one. Uh, This one is pretty freaking wild, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. So buckle up. This is coming from r slash am I the asshole. Am I the asshole for calling my ex a horrible mother and cussing her out in front of our children after she punished our daughter by taking away her prosthetic? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, no, you're not the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> she is. Um, anyway, I'm going to start reading this one. My ex and I have an 11 year old daughter and an eight year old son and divorced shortly after our son was born. We're both still single and I get the kids every other weekend. My daughter unfortunately had to have her left arm amputated due to cancer as a toddler. So she now has a prosthetic. Our daughter recently got in trouble at school. She helped several of her friends cheat on what's essentially the elementary school equivalent of final exams. This knocked their final grade down a letter, and all of them got suspended for two days plus three days detention. My ex was punishing her and just asked me to follow the basic guidelines, if nothing else. No electronics, no hanging out with friends, yada yada, which was fine. When I went to pick the kids up on Friday, I noticed my daughter didn't have her prosthetic. While she doesn't always wear it, she always takes it with her when she comes over. That was odd, so I asked her what was up, and she told me that her mother had taken it away for the week. I was enraged, but kept it together at first. I went inside and told her mother to give me the arm, and she said, fine, probably because I looked like I was about to have a coronary. As I was leaving, I told her I was going to talk to my lawyer about having custody changed and she followed me to the car and said I was trying to spoil the kids and this is why she was misbehaving. I lost it. I called her a terrible mother and went into a bit of a frenzy. I cussed her out in front of the kids. I said if I had my way, she'd never see them again, and said some other very colorful insults. By the time I left, both of the kids were crying and we all felt terrible. I don't regret what I said, but maybe it was wrong for the kids to see it. Either way, I decided not to punish my daughter at all for cheating. Detention and not having her arm for four days was enough.
1: I'm so I don't want to get canceled for laughing at this.
0: but like, I mean, it's one of those like, what? Like, what? Like, you almost have to laugh because just who... Who... Would ever say, like... I'm going to punish you by taking your limb away.
1: That, I don't even, oh my God, I'm actually speechless right now. Yeah. Because that is just so terrible. It's like you are awful. reminding that child of all of their trauma. First of all, this child had cancer and had to have their arm amputated because of that, right? You're reminding that child of that situation and the fact that her arm can be taken away at any point like anyone can just take away her arm it's not her limb it's not her own body like that's so awful and a mother doing that
0: that's I, literally crazy
1: it's so bad oh
0: like this isn't like taking away her playstation or her phone like these are not this is not the same thing like there's no way that you could ever punish her, your other child in the same way, like nothing nice. you could ever take away from your son would be the same level.
1: that's exactly it.
0: It's just like this one makes me really mad. Yeah. um <laughs> the dad, I don't know, I just think he's so sweet. he's like maybe I went too far with my colorful insults. I'm like, dude, you're fine, like no. <laughs> I would have said a whole lot of things, yeah,
1: no that obviously, like that's his daughter, you yeah. know, like. He should have gone off on her. That's
0: so messed up.
1: It's so bad.
0: And for the ex-wife to say, like, you're spoiling them. This is why they misbehave. Like, giving her her limb back is not... I know. I literally... Like, how do you even say... who, Who... Who... Who in their right mind would say, let me take your limb away? Yeah. Like, oh, I I only need one of my kidneys, so you could take the other one if I misbehave. Like, what? Yeah. You don't take that from someone. And the
1: fact that she's not apologizing for it. I know. Like, she doesn't see what she did wrong.
0: It's disgusting.
1: It's so awful.
0: Like, that's your daughter. That's literally your child. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't do that to anyone. No. But your child?
1: Yeah. Like, you're literally, you're teaching her that she does not have autonomy over her own body
0: yeah my gosh
1: yeah so bad
0: i'm gonna read some comments to you uh someone says not the asshole this is medical abuse please please talk to your lawyer about what type of immediate orders you can file for yelling at her in front of your daughter isn't even a problem because you were showing your child you will advocate for her even against family do you think he should file for full custody
1: absolutely yeah
0: I agree I do not think that's too far I do not trust this mom at all like if that's what she's willing to do and not even flinch like that's what she's willing to do and say it with her chest Mm -hmm. like oh yeah I took her arm away what does she do behind closed doors like I hate to go there but like I fear that these kids have been through a lot yeah like what are the things
1: that he doesn't know right you know like this is what she says
0: Without being embarrassed, like, yeah. oh, I'm, I just, t- I would take her away of children's arms.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just say, like, the way you said that. It's just
0: like, she owned it though. I mean, I,
1: I, yeah, just being so proud of that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I found a really creative way to punish my child. I took away her arm. I can't, I can't just conceptualize that. Banana
0: pants. That's I, so
1: ridiculous. Ugh.
0: Oh my God. Someone else says, repeat with me. As someone with a fake eye who this was done to, a prosthetic is a medical equipment. Taking away medical equipment is abuse. Wow. I want to punch whoever took your fake eye away. Yeah. That is so messed up.
1: Mm -hmm. This is, I didn't know that this was like a common thing that people would just take I didn't either. Other people's limbs and like body parts away when they can. Yeah. So crazy. I
0: don't know. I don't know who needs to hear this. Don't take people's body parts away. You know,
1: you shouldn't have to hear that. <laughs> yeah. You should know that. Your I... <laughs> common sense should tell you that.
0: But all right. Oh my goodness. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, people are, are just saying that he should definitely file for custody and get his lawyers involved.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I do like this comment. Someone says, that little girl will always remember that her dad fought for her. Aww. That he fought for the abuse she was enduring. Good job, dad.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and someone else said, that was my first thought. I can't even imagine how she must have felt with her prosthetic taken away. I know that my dad losing his shit in this situation would have made me feel better yeah. because it underlines that what was done to me was not okay mm-hmm. and that he has my back. Yeah. I had a situation that was definitely less severe, but I was very scared then. When I was 10, I woke up to my ear bleeding, like from the inside and quite a lot. My dad took me to the hospital and I was alone with the doctor so she could check me out. She said to the nurse, I don't know if we should put her on the table right now and cut her up or what. I was obviously terrified, but back then I felt like I needed to be tough, so I said nothing. As soon as we walked out of the hospital, I broke down crying and told dad that the doctor said she will cut me up. The fucking fury in this man's eyes, I swear. We went back inside, he ran into the doctor's office and told me to wait outside again, but I could hear every word because of how loudly he was screaming at her. Could he have handled it better? Yes. And I'm still grateful 25 years later for him losing it. Not the asshole OP. Your daughter will remember this as you defending her.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Yeah. And we all need
1: someone asshole. to advocate for us, Yeah. especially when we're kids.
0: I also feel so bad that, like, after he cussed out the mom, the daughter and the son were both, like, crying. Like, ugh, I can totally imagine the daughter thinking that, like, mom and dad wouldn't have fought if I hadn't done this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like blaming herself for it. Yeah. But it wasn't her fault. I mean, she did something wrong, sure, but that was not a fitting punishment. No. In the least. No. It's just such a violation.
0: Yeah, that's just bonkers. All right.
1: All right. <laughs> do you have something else for us? I do. I do have another little tidbit for y'all. Alright, so this next one is titled, Am I wrong for telling my boyfriend to stop complaining about our sex life and appreciate me the way I am? This is coming from r slash Wrong. I reached a breaking point the other day when my boyfriend of eight months told me he is not satisfied sexually and is feeling less faithful to me as a result. This has been a problem from day one in our relationship. The only way I can get off during sex is when I'm on top and touching myself or ideally using a vibrator. I have trauma and insecurities around sex, so it's a big deal for me to be able to climax with another person. I've never had a hands-free orgasm in my life, and all my girlfriends are the same way. After I get off, the attention turns to my partner, and he gets whatever makes him happy in the moment. This has always been a mutually fulfilling arrangement in my relationships, but my current boyfriend hates it. He says he doesn't feel like he's fully participating when I stimulate myself and it puts him in a dark mood. He also gets morose because he's afraid of impregnating me. In parentheses, we use pull-out and rhythm method, since I had my IUD removed because the string bothered him. Anyways, it makes me feel bad about myself when he goes into these moods, and nothing I say or do changes his attitude. When he told me he was unsatisfied sexually and starting to accept and pursue attention from other women as a result, I lost it. I told him I was sick of hearing the same complaint over and over, and he needs to nut up and decide if he can accept me the way I am or not. I'm too frustrated to see the problem objectively at this point. Should I be trying harder to address his issues, or is it up to him? (laughs) (laughs) This man clearly does not understand her trauma. He's not trying to understand it. He's not trying to be empathetic towards it. He's only thinking about himself. And pleasuring her is something where he's like, oh, I want to pleasure her in this way because it makes me feel better. It's not because it makes her feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And that is just so selfish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's totally about him. Which, like, I mean, she said... It also is a back and forth. Like, she, <laughs> everyone is like fully fulfilled at yeah. the end of this. So, it's very much just like his, in his mind, feeling like he's like man enough or whatever, like doing what he feels like he needs to do or like feeling like he's satisfying her, even though, like, if she says that she's satisfied, like, mm-hmm. take that at face value.
1: Yeah. It shouldn't matter if she's using a vibrator and like doing some of the work herself. Yeah why does it matter if she's happy doing that and she's fulfilled and she's also doing her best to fulfill you
0: regardless like sexual incompatibility is a real thing Mm -hmm. like it is and Mm -hmm. i'm glad that they're figuring that out eight Mm -hmm. months in it's not an excuse for you to cheat though you may write that down let's write a song like that is that's not an excuse no like we said at the top of this episode you can just leave just leave you can just go it's it's been 8 months. Like it's going to be okay. I know that it's yeah. hard. Yeah. But you don't get to say, "Well, this isn't working right now, so I'm just going to cheat on you and tell you to your face, give you an ultimatum that if you don't fight through your trauma right now mm-hmm. and satisfy me and satisfy yourself the way that I envision is the correct way, I'm going to accept attention from other women."
1: Yeah. I just don't understand how people go off on, like, saying these kind of things. Um, because they don't think for a second, like, oh, I'm being extremely selfish. Yeah. And unkind. They're just like, no, I'm in the right. Yeah. And I feel like it comes from a place of extreme narcissism, too. To believe that you're right in that kind of situation.
0: You know, 100%. That is so yeah. messed up. I'm so sad for her, especially mm. when she's saying, like, I don't know if. I'm not being objective. Like, if you're being objective. Like, Mm. this is bad.
1: Yeah. Okay, you want to read the edit?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the edit.
1: So I'm going to go ahead and read the edit right now. Um, She says, thanks for the feedback. It definitely brought some clarity to my situation. I spoke to my ex this morning. (laughs) And after lots of evasive maneuvering, he finally admitted that he said that stuff about wanting other women to get me to break up with him. I obliged. He actually cried and tried to tell me it was a mistake, and he didn't want to lose me over something so stupid, but I put my finger to his lips and said, quote, shush, you're free now, don't be afraid to fly, End quote. So that ended it, it felt good to put him in his place, but I'm not going to pretend I'm not sad. He had lots of great qualities and we were good together. There was a reason why I put up with this shit for so long. And I made an appointment with my GP to get the pill because you all instilled the fear in me with your pull-out fail stories. I heard you. We didn't even
0: talk about oh that. God. We should talk about yeah, that. we should touch but on that. first of all, a whole icon. Yeah. Love her.
1: Shh. <laughs> she likes
0: don't speak. Dang. Oh, my God. Love her.
1: Oh, I love wow. it. Wow. I'm so proud of her for doing but, that.
0: okay... What is this phenomenon with men trying to get their girlfriends to break up with them?
1: Like just do it. Just, yeah, just do break it up with her.: I'm so shocked. Has this been a thing? It is a thing, apparently.
0: That is so crazy. Thing. Just... oh my God, because
1: multiple men have like, reposted this kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I cannot like, even believe that. oh my God.
1: Just leave.:
0: And now when she breaks up with him, which he theoretically wanted. He's like, oh, yeah. just kidding. It was a mistake. Yeah. This is, I don't want to end this over something yeah. so small. Didn't sound like it was small when mm-hmm. you were blaming your potential cheating yeah. on this situation.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. Like now it's something small because she finally is leaving you and you didn't actually think it was going to happen. Yeah. Because you just wanted to like run all over her yeah. like that.
0: Also, mm. do not. Make her change her contraceptive methods. No. And then be like, No. Now I am afraid that you'll get pregnant. Yeah, you you should be.
1: Yeah, the pullout method.
0: Y'all practice safe sex. Please, Please protection. Please. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next story. This is coming from R slash Am I the asshole? Uh, this one's pretty fresh. Posted seventeen hours ago. Ooh. Yeah, juicy. Um, So it's called, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Plan My Wife's Birthday Dinner Around Her Family? My wife, 26 female, is the baby of her family, and her birthday has become a bit of a sore topic for her. Ever since she was little, she was asked to accommodate for her family when it came to birthday meals. Her brother-in-law, married to her oldest sister, who has been around since she was two, has Crohn's disease. And of course, they have dietary restrictions due to this. But my wife is the only person in her family who has to sacrifice for this. My father-in-law only likes steak and potatoes. He's very strict with that and despises weird-ass exotic food with weird sauces. And my wife is expected to accommodate him as well. My mother-in-law is huge into salads, but like her husband, doesn't like exotic veg, aka Asian veggies. My wife is expected to accommodate for her as well. Neither of my parents, sorry, neither of the parents like spicy food or foreign foods. My sister-in-law, not the one married to the brother-in-law with Crohn's, doesn't like heavy food. And no, I don't really know all the details on that. But again, my wife must accommodate. This shit started back when she was five, and back then her favorite meal was this chicken casserole dish her grandmother used to make. My wife remembers her parents asking if they could have steak and salads with soup for her birthday dinner instead of the casserole because everyone else would struggle to eat. She was upset and they saw that and she remembers a little pressure being added and she agreed and almost identical conversations happened every year after that. When she got older, they were all doing dinners in a restaurant for birthdays and my wife could never have either of her favorite places. She had two choices total and those two were the ones that could accommodate everyone's food requests, and she never got to have a meal she loved on her birthday. I have known my wife for nine years now and have witnessed it year after year, and she's lost a lot of joy or interest in her birthday. So this year, I decided that I was going to take over planning her birthday celebration, and I chose her favorite restaurant. Our friends and my family have all said they will come, but my in-laws have complained about the restaurant choice. I told them the venue had been booked and we will understand if they can't come. I got replies saying they want to come but can't, and I said that was unfortunate. They told me my wife always makes accommodations for them. I confirmed that it was true, and I pointed out that they never returned the favor. I asked why they should enjoy her birthday meal more than her. They said it's not like that, and I said yes it is. I said they take advantage of her love for them and the fact that she doesn't want to upset or leave anyone out. I told them they should be doing the same for her on her birthday. I told them I would not plan her birthday dinners around them anymore, and they will not change my mind. They're pissed at me and saying I will be the reason they won't be able to come. Am I the asshole?
1: Absolutely not. (laughs) I think he's perfect. Like, that's the kind of partner I would want. Someone who stands up for me like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. No no, notes. Wait, is
1: he is he her boyfriend or? I think
0: her husband. Husband. He said wife. Yeah, her husband.
1: He's definitely hubby material. Please,
0: I love that. No, I think like in law relationships are so hard. Yeah. Um, and I can only imagine like how hard it is to stand up to your in laws Mm -hmm. who are typically someone you'd like want to impress. Um, but I'm glad he stood stood up to them. Yeah, I hope his wife is like. On board with that and she doesn't feel that he overstepped, of course. Um, but yeah, no, I think they're just crazy. Like they don't eat anything. Yeah. The only person who has an excuse here is the person with Croats.
1: Yeah. That's like a
0: very valid excuse.
1: And wait, who has Croats?
0: Her brother-in-law.
1: Her brother-in-law.
0: Okay. Married to her oldest sister.
1: Okay, so that makes sense if there's like accommodations there.
0: For sure. But
1: With the rest, it really does. And, like, it's her birthday dinner, too. It should be what she enjoys. Like, uh, also... Like, why are they so selfish? Why are they only thinking about what they want? And they're not considering her wants or needs at all?
0: No, literally. Also, like, those are such specific (laughs) dietary restrictions. Like, it's not like, I'm vegetarian, I'm pescatarian. It's like, I only eat steak and potatoes. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> like okay every meal every day you won't, so your wife or I'm sorry your daughter can't get Thai food on her birthday because they don't serve steak and potatoes yeah also
1: oh they don't like foreign food yeah foods. they don't like that was
0: exotic food spicy yeah. food exotic veg that's
1: code for racist okay
0: what's exotic veg
1: Yeah, exotic veg is probably just like more than pepper and salt oh my god Add a little turmeric. Oh, it's exotic.
0: Yeah. It's it's icky on all the levels. Mm-hmm. I just... Yeah. Like, it started when people. she was five, and she just wanted a casserole for her birthday. And they were like, let's have steak and salads and soup.
1: What is that? <laughs> for
0: a five-year-old's birthday.
1: This poor thing. I know. And the fact that she's so kind I and know. she just constantly accommodates them and never says anything about it. I think she needs someone like her husband who is going to stand up for her even when she's not ready to do so.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's incredible of him.
0: I do hope though that like now that I know it's hard and I don't know like what other trauma there is there, mm-hmm. but I hope that now that he's opened the door a little bit and mm-hmm. like kind of planted the seed that next year or or maybe even sooner she can talk to her parents and say like, "Hey, This has actually been bothering me for a really long time because they know. Like they literally said, oh, but she's always accommodating to us. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. That's That's the the problem. That's the freaking point.
0: Yeah. She's always accommodating to you. Why
1: aren't you accommodating to her? She's your daughter.
0: And (laughs) one last thing even if you can't eat any of the things at the restaurant, Mm -hmm. like it's her birthday. Mm -hmm. So you can go to the restaurant, like, eat before. Go to the restaurant and get a lemonade. Yeah. Like, and just be there for her birthday.
1: Exactly. Because it's not about you. It's about her.
0: It's her day. Literally. You don't have to eat the food. Yeah. If it bothers you that much that it's not steak and potatoes.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And that's like, that's such a childish. Yeah. I only eat steak and potatoes. It's so childish. That's literally what a six-year-old says. Right. I only eat. Chicken nuggets. Yeah, like chicken nuggets or like cereal. That's weird.
0: Oh my goodness. So weird. Anyway, that's that one. I think we're gonna do one more. One more? Yeah. And wrap up this first episode. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna bring okay. us
0: home. Oh my god, there's a big cricket.
1: Yeah, that happens sometimes.
0: Okay. It doesn't bother me. You're good?
1: I hate crickets, but...
0: Okay. I think it's trying to get in my bag to go home with me.
1: Great. At least that'll get out of my room.
0: (laughs) I actually love crickets. I mean, I don't want them in my room, but I think they're really cute.
1: You do like crickets.
0: I like all bugs and reptiles.
1: Yeah, you like cockroaches, don't you?
0: Uh, I don't like them.
1: But you... (laughs) That
0: was a reaction. I
1: remember this one conversation I had with you where you were comparing cockroaches to ladybugs. That wasn't me. It was definitely you. That wasn't me. You that said, what's the difference between friend. cockroaches and ladybugs? That was me. That was definitely 100% you. That was me. Because you. <laughs> you're the only one who would say something like that. Yeah, but like what's that. the difference? What's the difference? The difference is roaches are disgusting. No, they're not. They are so nasty looking. For what? Okay, just, just based, based on looking, appearance. It's just their... That's, that's I'm messed judgmental.
0: Up. I mean, it's just appearance. Because like, if you say that they're like genuinely dirtier, like, that's not true. No, okay. it's not. It's because not they actually clean themselves, like, really regularly.
1: Okay, I don't want to It's with their little
0: antennae. That's...
1: Little atten- No. Like, I don't no. think
0: they're cute. Like, they're not, like, gorgeous. But I don't hate them.
1: I, I absolutely despise them. They're just... They just get everywhere. They live forever. They live too long. Just die. Just That's die.
0: That's cool. I don't think we so. We could learn a thing or two. That's yeah, freaking cool.
1: Would you want to be reborn as a roach?
0: Absolutely not. I like having sentience. I wonder if they do.
1: Yeah, you don't know. You don't know that. See, now you're seeming a little judgmental to me.
0: Sorry. Yeah, I just totally like talk down on roach intelligence.
1: Saying they're not sentient. Oh, my foot. (laughs) My dog.
0: (laughs) Put those dogs away. Put those dogs away. We're recording. All right.
1: Okay. Oh, I found it. I found it. Okay. Okay. Um, So this one is titled Dating Advice and it's coming from R slash GMU. In one of my comp science classes, there's a girl who I am straight down bad for. I think she is super beautiful and very smart. We've made small talk a couple times and we sit two seats apart. I really, really want to ask her out to coffee or something on campus, but I can't tell if it's reciprocated or not. How do I move forward in this? I would love to get to know her better. And it's so hard in class knowing that she probably doesn't feel the same. Help! All caps, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. It's so, okay, first of all, I just want to say that this is so cute. Like, Go for it. It's kind of just reminding me of high school yeah. and getting like butterflies and not really knowing how to talk. But, you know,
0: yeah. uh, it's just so cute. Okay that's adorable like yeah. watching their every move like oh my god I didn't focus on what this math problem is because they just like did a cute thing with their pencil yeah Aww.
1: I think it's adorable but what would your advice be to this individual
0: just talk to them mm. I think I was like a weird one for that mm-hmm. but even in honestly since middle school mm-hmm. like I've I think even before that, I've always told people I have crushes on that I have crushes on them. Like, always. Because I can't deal with the not knowing. Like, it kills me to not know. So, like, I've been, your girl's been rejected, like, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. But I would just rather know wow i also move on pretty quickly once i get rejected i'm like i'm good at like building up a villain in my mind so like if he rejects me i'm like it's okay he sucks anyway yeah um but yeah i've just always like told them
1: wow yeah that's impressive that's actually such a good skill to have and like grow up with
0: it's like what's the worst thing that's good Actually, I saw this video once. Here we go. I saw a video, no, a video of a guy where he's like literally this, like, oh, just tell her what's the worst thing that could happen. He's like, Yeah. And he walks up to her and she literally like laughs in his face. She's like, Yeah, so ugly. Like, blah blah blah. And he comes back and he's like, "Mm, the worst thing that could have happened
1: happened. Yeah, no, there's actually a lot of bad things that can happen.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not
1: just rejection, it's like yeah, like they could can probably tear probably down humiliate your you. Yeah, huh. exactly.
0: No fair. Um, but then spit that's their your problem. Face. That's their know. problem, not yours. That's
1: well, if they spit in your face, it's only <laughs> your problem. It's both of our
0: problems. <laughs> no, but I think no, genuinely, like I, I do think that telling them is like the best move. Yeah. Um, and just stealing yourself or whatever that reaction is, like mm-hmm. you know, hope for the best, expect for the, prepare for the worst. Yeah. Um. Like they could say, no, they could say like, I'm in a relationship and just respect anything that they say. Yeah. Um, it's probably hard because you're going to have to keep being in class with them. But like, this is someone in college, right? Oh, it's just as comp side classes. Oh. So I don't know if this is high school or college. Either way. We're yeah. we're we're fairly grown humans. Like yeah. it's gonna be okay. I think. Yeah. But it's imagine if it does go well. Like you tell them and then she's like, oh my god, I've been obsessed with you. Like exactly. It could be something really special. No, I
1: feel the same way. I feel like because he's already kind of associated with her, right? Yeah. Like they're friends, it seems. Yeah. I feel like it's okay to be like, hey, this is how I feel about you. Let's go on a date if you want to, you know? Yeah. If you don't, that's okay. We can continue being friends. Yeah. it's It does take confidence and it does take a certain amount of um, being brave enough to do that, but I think you should push yourself to be brave in these ways because if you don't say what you need to say to the people that you care about, then you're having to miss out on some really great opportunities so yeah my advice would honestly just be for him to like tell her straight up and accept whatever answer that is you know take it with respect and if it's a no then you can still continue being friends with her and move on with your life too you know it's okay
0: yeah, definitely take no for an answer. Definitely, that is key. Don't do like the Pride and Prejudice thing.
1: Please don't, because that <laughs> that only works in movies. In real life, it's called being a stalker.
0: Yeah, it's it's scary. We don't we don't do that. We don't yeah. condone that.
1: We don't do that. Um,
0: but yeah, and also like that confidence is attractive. Yeah, like if somebody who I've never seen in that light comes up to me and says like, yeah. "Hey, like." I actually really like you. And Mm -hmm. do you want to grab coffee sometime? Oh my God. Like, even if I had no interest in them at all, like, especially for friends, Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. I'm not in a relationship, like, I'm probably going to say yes. Yeah. Just, like, to try it once. Like, I feel like I, like, owe you that shot. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, that's so flattering.
1: Exactly. And going off of that, like, you psychologically like people who like you. Yeah. So if you have someone who's coming up to you and telling you that they find you so beautiful and yeah. attractive and funny and smart and they want to get to know you better. You're going to like them more Yeah. and possibly see them in that light. So just take a chance and try it out. Yeah. yeah. And since, you know, in this particular situation, because they're actually friends, literally the worst thing she could say is no. Yeah. She's you know, not, not going to be cruel or anything. So yeah. Yeah
0: and you'll probably make her day honestly Ah. like that's 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 just flattering in any regard yeah this one time i will never forget this this Mm -hmm. one time i was at a museum Mm -hmm. in college and i was just in the gift shop like looking at keychains and this guy came up to me from across the gift shop and just like put out his hand for me to shake and was like hi i'm i don't know i'm steven Mm -hmm. uh and i was like hi i'm emily and he was like I just wanted to tell you that I saw you from over there and I think you're really beautiful. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he was like, that's all. Have a great day. And he just walked away. That's so sweet. And he literally walked away and left. And I was like, wait, come back. Like, that was like so attractive. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my goodness. That's That's so cute. You didn't even want anything from me. Like, you literally just wanted to tell me. That I was beautiful.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I still think about that. That was such a nice moment. I guess also I'm just, like, I think we are used to men, not all men, generalizing, but like Mm -hmm. men who approach you, yeah, like, out in the wild wanting something from you. Like, if they're approaching you, there's a reason behind it.
1: Yeah, and they don't approach you in a respectful manner at all. It's catcalling or something really vulgar yeah usually
0: so whenever that kind of thing happens you're just like so taken aback yeah oh my god that was so nice thank you I'm just gonna go cry now Um, oh my gosh but yeah no I think I'm rooting for you crazy kids
1: yeah I think it'll probably work out if it doesn't
0: that's okay that's okay you'll still be
1: friends Mm -hmm.
0: are we done I think we're done oh my god I think we're wrapping our very first episode of Bed Buds with M and Itchy over here. (laughs) All right. Okay.
1: Now, what was your nickname? It was like Sneezy? Scratchy? No. (laughs)
0: Flemmy. Flemmy. Flemmy and Itchy don't don't make this a thing guys do not make this a thing you can make it a thing no, i kind of okay. like Flemmy's kind of cute though because i'm like m yeah exactly all right we're <laughs> <laughs> moving on we've got the nighttime crazies yeah um okay on that note i think we're done yeah so we're going to uh leave you here for tonight talk you into bed
1: Mm-hmm. wish
0: you the best night or day or commute and um don't let the bed bugs bite don't let the bed bugs
1: bite bye bye